Hey guys, welcome back to mantalk.ke. It's another week and uh, your boys are back again with another episode. Uh, we're really, really appreciative of every single one of you that shares the clips we make, that shares it with their friends, their families, WhatsApp, TikTok, YouTube. We generally can't uh, not appreciate you enough because that's how we go. That's how we reach more people. That's how it keeps bringing us back here. Every week, brands see that, other people see that, and it really helps us as a podcast. So thank you uh, for supporting. Also, we can't start the episode without thanking Kafisi. We're back again in Karen. We're here early in the season. We're literally opposite Waterfront. So it's a very easy location to find. Uh, lots of spaces. And if you are individual, you just want to use a communal area, you can do that for a very subsidized rate. If you are a company and you want like an office space, very nice aesthetics, then you can also uh, get the rates in the link below. So thank you, Kafisi, for giving us your space to record every week. Uh, this episode is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun. You can see we have our phones here. And this is because the theory behind this episode is we are content creators, which means that we put content out there, people consume and hopefully get uh, influenced or inspired, right? So we as content creators also consume content. Uh, this is my second intro and I said last time, <laughs> a wild variety of content. It can be comedy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But all of that collate into like an influence that brings us on here, us as people, because we spend a lot of time on our phone. So this episode, we basically wanted to show you guys what we're watching at the moment because that impacts who we are as guys. Yeah, uh, not only are we showing you what we're watching, um, fantastic intro. Mr. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well done. I, I think this guy is getting better at it. Um, I'd ask for a round of applause, but yes. please do it from home. Uh, <laughs> you're getting really good at it. Nah, thanks, man. Um, thanks, man. So today's topic is reviewing the content kind of we watch and also seeing what's been going viral online. Because everyone asks, Manto, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Yeah. And we thought Eli, Eli and I should sit down and like, you mm. know, you know, give our dissect very independent thoughts. Yes. And again, just like the Q&A, straight yeah. off the hip, no practice. <laughs> so we've, our team yeah. has selected videos at random and we are going to pick videos. Can I just tell people who the team is? Did, yeah, <laughs> do you know the team is? Trade secrets. Trade secrets. We are not <laughs> saying who the team is. <laughs> Trade secrets. So our team has picked these videos at random. And we're going to go through each video <laughs> to make sure <laughs> that we... this, this preparation was done weeks in advance. <laughs> uh, prior, prior this is not a reaction to a guest not showing up. No, it's never. Uh, no, never. I mean, never. we're way more organized. <laughs> Obviously. This is not a contingency plan. Far from it. Uh, now, quickly, before we, uh, make, let's make haste. we show you how the sausage is made, yes, um, yes. let Whoa, us now uh, proceed to give you uh, yes, the sausage. The said sausage. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the first video, Mr. Mwenda, yes, um, is from Uganda. Ah, uh, These guys, uh, I bumped into them on my TikTok. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, they are very, 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 very mm -hmm. distinguished individuals. Mm -hmm. So please, uh, mm -hmm. let's begin. Yeah. So for context, Busoga is a place in Uganda. Mm -hmm. Yes. So these gentlemen are from Busoga. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, uh, they also have a podcast like ours. Yes, yes. And they found themselves talking about the topics that most men talk about. What's the name of this pod? Uh, masculinity. Um... I haven't seen the name. I think okay. it's called uh, Shout Out to the Not Radio Crew. Not Radio Crew. Okay. Um, okay. So the page is Rudende. I think mm -hmm. it's probably the, the, a host individual page. Ah, fair, fair. Yeah. Okay. So, but like, shout out to Rudende for this because when it came up on my timeline, I. It died. I died. Okay. All right, sure. let's go. <clears throat> Your father calls you into the sitting room. He walks you out onto the veranda. Yeah. He gives you a pack of unga, and gives you a bottle of cooking oil. He gives you eggs and vegetables and tells you, my friend, go and become a man. The guy goes to the wilderness. <laughs> Those days, like, let Kyoga there where the hyacinth is. 
and he perfects his so Rolex making skills. In South Africa, becoming a man is like, you know, Zulu guys becoming a man, they're like in the mountains, yeah. what? Yeah. Animals, what? What? Yes. And here, yeah. you go Busoga, yes. in Busoga, <laughs> it's to tame a chapati. Yes. <laughs> tame a chapati. They go out. It's like one of those spiritual walks where yeah. you go and attain samadhi. Yeah. Guys go and they come back Please. with Rolex. Please. And they attain this name Muna. <sighs> Every Rolex guy who is called Muna has it made you a ballistic Rolex? <laughs> no, think about it. Am I lying? I, am I lying? Uh, am I lying? No, is no. he lying? Oh, Muna! Oh, <laughs> it's a that oh goodness me. Goodness me. Oh, first of all, <laughs> here in Kenya, we, we too hunt lions. Mm, yes, um, yes. We hunt lions in the wild. We get mm. lost in the savannah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in Uganda, it's very sad to hear that. Uh, mm, mm. Not sad. I mean, liberating to hear yes. that there's no toxic masculinity. <laughs> We meet you at your point of need. We meet you. Yes, where you, know, you are. Yeah. Your, your job, your primary job as a man is a provider. Mm, there we go. So yeah. if you can provide Rolexes. Mm. Uh, it's more sustainable. Uh, come actually, on. Because yeah. you can refrigerate. <laughs> a lion is rather large and you'll waste. You'll waste a lot of meat. So. <laughs> Why you had me uh, Zulu men are climbing yeah. mountains? Uh, and these guys are taming chapatis. My goodness. <laughs> But back uh, in uh, the UK, all you just get is fake IDs. That's your right of package. <laughs> fake ID, go into the world. That's all we do. Guys, uh, manhood is an extreme sport. Yes, uh, yes. Shout out to uh, the, the, the... What's the podcast? Uh, I don't know the name, what but shout con- out to Rudende. What a, what a contrast. Shout out to Rudende, man. What shout out to you. Uh, what a guy. Ah, okay. Okay, okay. All right, let's jump into the, some of the... What are the next... Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who have I got here? We have so many clips. Hold on. Okay. Okay, this one we're going to actually, I think we we're going to discuss this a little bit. This okay, we're gonna let's discuss go. A little bit. This is uh, um, somebody that actually inspires me quite a lot. Say of this what you will, but um, his, his academic uh, achievements, his ability to just convey a point, and his unapologetic stance on some things people shy away from is why, for me, uh, Jordan Peterson is an excellent, just a human being, to, uh, to consume. Like, he's so, so good and actually inspires some of the thoughts uh, that we put on here. Uh, I know sometimes he's looked at controversial, but I think he's a very, I think he's got a very sobering point of view. So this is one uh, I actually shared it on my on my story, and a lot of people responded as well. And then you shared it here, so we're watching the same thing. It seems um, it's about uh, he's asked like, um, oh, so it's okay to be a man? Like in a conversation, that's a comment that's said, and this is his response to that. And I think we could jump into this one a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to be a man. It's not okay. It's necessary. What the hell are we going to do without men? You look around the city here, you see all these buildings go up, these men, they're doing impossible things. They're under the streets, working on the sewers, they're up on the power lines, in the storms and the, and the rain. They're keeping this impossible infrastructure functioning. And often literally, and, and the, the, um, the gratitude for that is sorely lacking, especially among the people who should be most grateful failing to understand entirely that there's a massive infrastructure of unbelievably hard-working, solidly laboring, working-class men breaking themselves in half on a regular basis, making sure that everything that always breaks works. And so a little gratitude for that is in order. And it's Facts. very... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's why we love there it. Is, there is 40 seconds left of the clip. I think that's a nice place to pause it. I feel like it's it kind of sh- made me remember that's actually so true. Yeah. You know, I think what happens online, you can get consumed by so many like alternative points of view that you actually forget that as much as we're in an evolving society, there's still a core that is functional and like men are a big part of that. 
and the under underappreciation of it. I think you referenced um, that guy, the soldier that that you referenced in episode one. I think uh, that got hit by a car. And his main priority is like, no, I need to keep the cogs moving in my life and yeah. make sure my the, the ladies in my life are okay. There's food on the table, that sort mm. of day. So when I looked at the comment section of that, it was a lot of people saying like that same realization I had, like, yo, this is so true. Some ladies saying, actually, this is so true. I've completely forgot about that whole category of men. And I think before the episode, you were referencing how, like, you know, um, a lot of ladies, uh, maybe even in Nairobi, will be like, you know, men are trash if he's not getting this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but they're driving on the expressway, right? And you're forgetting that as much as, yes, there's ladies involved in the, in the process of that, there's so many silent men that made that happen. There's so many silent men that, like, maybe even got injured, like he's mentioned, got injured or carrying the sand, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think, yeah, that's why I really like him because he kind of shocks you back into reality. Like, yo, okay. There's yeah. a lot online, but there's still... He, and he, he doesn't take nonsense. Yeah. For me, that's the reason I like him because mm. as much as uh, I feel like social media gets to the place where you're listening to everyone's perspective, mm. uh, but not everyone's perspective is educated or comes mm. from a place of absolute knowledge. Yeah. Um, and like, of course, we are we're in the category that is trying to figure things out. But then mm. at the same time, it's so refreshing as men to have a voice of reason and yeah. a voice that's very clear mm. as to what the experience of our life that we are having right now and mm. how we are trying to cope with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so shout out to Jordan Peterson. He got me out of a very dark place, actually. Mm. I've read his 12 Rules for Life. Yeah, I've, I've read it. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Beyond Order, I've also mm. read it. So mm. I, I I also consume a lot of Jordan Peterson literature. He's not just talk. Yeah, he's... yeah. And there's a here's the thing: when you're you're so well versed academically, like even the way you construct your an answer, an answer is like mm. that's what I was thinking. But even I can't even debates. extract that mm. and vocalize that. I listened to he mm. did like a two hour debate with uh, this Russian uh, theologist, and he was talking about like communism and now the modern world. Mm. And you're hearing a guy. Like do acrobatics in his, in mind. his mind, and then to bring out point outstanding. Yeah. I really recommend in such a clear, coherent way yeah. because of the years of research yeah, exactly. that he's taken. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's such a blessing to have him because like he breaks things down into bite-sized chunks mm. for us. Yeah. And like we listen and go, okay. Yeah. 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 Facts. Yeah. All right. Uh, next JP. one. Yeah. Shout out to JP. Mm. Um, so the next one I want to play you mm-hmm. is um, is a is a a, a take from one of my favorite players uh, in the NBA. It would, be, it would be a huge lie for yes. me to come here and say, mm. I don't consume basketball content every mm. single day of my life because that's the game I love. That's the game I grew up loving. Yeah. Um, so here's a take on LeBron's work ethic because mm-hmm. I think that's something I try to le- replicate from one of his team members called Kyle Korver. Mm. So there you go. His greatest attribute is his ability to do it again tomorrow. Like his ability to recover in mind, body, and spirit on a day-to-day basis is, it's out of this world. Like it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, yeah, I remember one game, just we played Utah, I think it was one or two overtimes, and the next morning he was in there, I came in early to get some treatment, and he was on the Versa Climber, you know, in his, you know, spandex, no shirt on, like, you know, busting out 30 minutes on the Versa Climber, saying, I gotta get ready for the playoffs. Like Michael Jordan, he had to take a break in the middle after three. And I'm not here to debate Michael and, and LeBron, but like it's a lot to be not just putting in the time, but to take the scrutiny that he does. He, 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 it's like, it's he, it's like he deflects it on appearance so easily. But then you, when you're with him 
and you see his dedication to his craft. You see what he puts into it every single day. He is literally the first person there and the last person to leave every single day. And he's the he's LeBron James. It is. <coughs> That's <coughs> why. <coughs> You've been wondering why? That's why. <laughs> That's why he's my goods. Yeah. Because he doesn't stop. Like LeBron James. <coughs> I could go on about it. I could <coughs> go on. <laughs> like with bas- like yeah. you know, you have to ask yourself at some point. Uh in life. You know, and, and like this is true for most human beings. Uh, yeah. If you want to be successful at something, mm. and this, I, and I kind of mentioned it um, in a pre- previous shoot where I was saying there's a habit of productivity that you have to have. Mm. Like mm. you have to learn to produce at a very, very high level mm. and to produce constantly, regardless of scrutiny, regardless of the success that comes your way. Mm. What makes good men great mm. is the extraordinary ability to produce regardless of the circumstances, yeah. to produce results. Yeah. And I feel like, man, whenever mm. I see LeBron play, man, this guy is turning 37 this year. Yeah. And he's still like in MVP fitness. Like yeah. he just looks elite. Yeah. You yeah. are like, yeah. man, yeah. dude, we're 20. I mean, I'm in my late 20s. Yeah. Like LeBron at his prime at my age was like just mm. scoring like no one's business. Mm. And he's still doing it at his age. And I feel like that's the same longevity I want for my career. And mm. that's the longevity I want for like, Everything else in my life, man. Family life. This guy is one of the least controversial guys. Yeah. Keeps himself humble. Mm. Man, like, wow. This is what we always say <clears throat> on Man Talk about, like, virtual mentors, man. Like, you can you can live on the other side of the world, but you can get inspired daily. <clears throat> like, um, what I love seeing at the moment, um, and this is the beautiful thing about the internet and why we're sharing these clips, is seeing somebody that looks like you on a day-to-day basis and seeing that consistency you're mentioning. Like, if you go on his story, whenever I go on his story, he's, like, either in the gym vibes dancing and if you're seeing clips about him it's references to that if he sat down in the barbershop um what's it called the uh, the, the shop the shop yeah, yeah the shop like the conversations they're having at such a high level like having access to black excellence for me as well has been a huge thing like seeing clips like that where people are talking like how this person got there back in michael jordan's day you just see him on the weekend playing you don't see uh the bts you don't see the last dance exactly yeah. so i think it's really what i love about the incident we've got at the moment is you can literally curate what you want to consume daily, right? You can filter out all the all the BBLs. You can f- filter out everything else, and just you can use the resource as something that can elevate you. Um, and the thing about um, consistency as well is one of my favorite quotes, and I saw it online. is a Denzel Washington one, and I think I'm referencing this again um, about applying discipline and consistency if you want to achieve your dream. So that's the same thing he's talking about with yeah. LeBron. And I he- I hear clips about Kobe, similar things, similar things, similar things, and being able to draw from people that are at the pinnacle of success financially uh, athletically and just within their career one are the yeah. instead a beautiful thing winning right? is about consistency yeah winning is about like yeah. lebron yeah kobe yeah uh anyone who you look at uh michael jordan yeah. michael jeffrey jordan who cannot yeah. be forgotten but like when you look at the mount Rushmore of basketball players mm. over the years mm. it's always been the mm. same traits it's mm. n- it never changes there's no yeah. guy who says I'm not going to practice. I'm not going to put in work in the gym. And then mm. suddenly he's like world champion. That does not happen. Yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. that kind of, mm. it's, that's why I love basketball. It's mm. like a pure meritocracy. Mm. You put in work in the gym. Yeah. You show up, you show up in the court and it exactly. shows. Yeah. 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 I want to, I want to segue uh, from basketball uh, for, with a Drake lyric. Go. Because our theory is there's a Drake lyric for everything. Everything. <coughs> everything. Drake says, I think music and sport is synonymous because they want to be them. And we want to be them and they want to be us. There it is. Right. Um, Drake. Drake. I need to give that man a few minutes. Drake. Because we talk about this all the time. Like, again, the pinnacle, if you're talking about the entertainment industry, like, 
having an album every year, moving culture every year. If COVID's happening, he's put something out that's relative to that. Obviously, it's not him. There's a whole team involved. But also having access. Okay, imagine if Michael Jackson had for everything that went wrong as well. But like back before everything, if Michael Jackson had access, you started to see his work rate, him dancing every day, mm. him, how he put the album out every day. Yeah. You're getting to see that with Drake. Okay, he's a bit more private, but like just getting to see the consistency and how he has his finger on the culture on the, for a decade. For, for a decade. More than a decade now. Yeah. Like this is ugh, the internet, bro. Like it's the most incredible thing. I've ever Statistically, seen. Drake is the greatest rapper to value. Oh, 100%. Statistically. Probably, it's not a debate yeah, when it comes there, to statistics. Yeah. Yeah. Even outside of rapper, like musician yeah. at the moment. Like I would say musician. Like in terms of accolades, consistency, we're back to that word again. Accolades, consistency, and just culture. Moving the needle of culture, man. And embracing. I think the, the angle he's taken um, is very different to the, the OG rappers, which is different because they were pushing the needle. But mm. now he's in a space that they kind of curated. So his ability to reach to uh, any any talent at that level and bring them up is it's something crazy. you haven't seen um, from someone at that, at that level consistently yeah. over time. And Drake is homies with LeBron. So there it is. It's there a company you keep. He's homies with Steph cool. Curry. Practice, yeah. yeah, practices with the Warriors. Like, yeah. Man, yeah. like me, whenever I look at you, think about elite circles. There's a WhatsApp group with Drake, LeBron, Steph. Yeah. Um, Draymond. It's there. I yeah. know it's there somewhere. Yeah. 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 Facts. Yeah. Um, the internet's not always a serious place, guys. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's 3 a.m. Yeah, it is. Scrolling through your Instagram. And then <laughs> something just blesses you, Oscar. Yeah, something good. blesses you with a bad boy rhythm. <laughs> let, me, let me play the show. Oh, you have designer, your house don't have no heat. Why you have got bikers before you fix your teeth? How you have got cheats and you think they're not going to tell? How you selling workouts, you have a BBL? Why you have the club from the dust to the dark? <laughs> what is this you're playing? The floor. Why? Listen. That's the question I have for you. Oh, I'm sweating. Listen, TikTok is one of the most amazing places I've ever seen in my life. The amount of rubbish that you could take you from just a, a bad day to a good one yeah but loki the guy he, he's saying real stuff he's yeah. saying real stuff we're going to put the clips and the links to all these guys below this guy like he's a musical genius um so he like mashes up mm. different uh <laughs> genres and different styles <laughs> if you watch it again when you put the clip and you watch it again you realize the lyrics actually slap oh so my God. Uh, another beautiful thing that i've sort of seen have i gone to i've gone no i've not gone to the, one of the most beautiful, beautiful things i've seen is like on tiktok Oh God! Yeah, keep going. Number one, not having access to just premium comedy, but also number two, seeing like everyone having the same platform to be able to just showcase their talent. Like this guy, yes, it's comedy, but like he'll mash up something like UK drill, yeah. and he'll mash up something like uh, American hip hop, and it'll be, he'll play both parts, um, and then put the mashup together. Like he's like it's they've made the song together, but it's him on both ends. Yeah. And then seeing guys like that then going and ended up getting record deals has just been incredible. But he's got he's got a record deal. No, but he will. He will. I'm, huh? I'm more than confident. I'm more than confident. There's a guy I've seen as well on the UK rap game called Big uh, Big Z or something. Um, and he was just doing it online. Now he's on a UK version of like The Voice, but for rap. Yeah. And at the end, I feel like they're gonna get record deals. So I love that kind of equal playing field that you know social media's got. But TikTok, ah. Oh. Do yeah, that was unexpected from nah, me. As you can tell, I'm very shocked. <laughs> <laughs> it's not everyday JP telling you how to be, how masculinity works on a societal level. Yeah. Sometimes, how you go? Sometimes you need a BBL. There we go. 
right, I'm with you. Wait, go. Uh, I'll check him out. Which what's the name of that page? All right, let me let me let me. What's the name of that page? Uh, his name is I am Trezor. Alright, let's check him out. Shout out to you, I'm Trezor. Hello, Hello, Hios. Hello, Hios. That's really good. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, you really enjoyed that. <laughs> so these guys, uh, the next one I'm going to show you guys is. Mm. Uh, I think uh, on the on the page of uh, not being serious is mm. Canadian conspiracy theorists. Oh, so these guys are called jumpers jump, and I want you to hear like how like believable <laughs> these boys are. <laughs> Extremely believable. We yeah. don't know if they've done research, but like yeah. for me, I just love their content. Yeah. Anything I see, I'm yes, 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 yes jumpers yeah. jump. Yeah. So here goes. Have you heard of Project Serpo? Project so, Serpo. So this was an agreement between us and the aliens. Okay. There was a crash, right? It happened in a famous town, I think Roswell, mm. right? And one alien survived that we found. Oh, right? shit. But three of them died, yeah. right? So we took that one alien and we put it in an incubator yeah. and we made sure he has to fix the communication device to his so hometown. He, mm. he didn't do it in time and he died. Right? Yeah. So people started working on, on, on fixing that communication device. Yeah. And we finally got it to work. Like recent like I think this is like nineteen thirties. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. So what happened was it took ten years. Ten years. And we set up an exchange okay. where we said We'll send 12 of our Americans to your planet and you send 12 to ours. Mm. And that happened. So in 19, I think 63, they came back and took uh, the dead alien back to their planet. Yeah. But in 1964, that's when the trade happened. What the f- Yeah. Really, dude? Really, there was, dude? There was an alien? There was 12 of them? 12 of them? Oh my and God. They took them? And they I always mean, do. They always pick 12 Americans. It's never 12 yeah, Americans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, yeah. I love that page uh, so much. Because like... <laughs> Eli, do you believe in aliens? We're going here. We're going there. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Are you a believer? Here's the here's the thing. Uh, you are not alone. <laughs> <laughs> you are not alone. <laughs> um, uh, aliens. Okay, so ah, uh, I generally am on the fence. We all know the world is the Earth is flat, but like when it comes to aliens, um, <laughs> I just wanted to react. <laughs> <laughs> we all know the Earth is flat. I don't know if I'm joking. I'm open to conspiracy theories. I'm always open to it because there's always some sort of logic. There's a there's a there's a justification for every one of these theories. So when it comes to aliens, Mr. Comet, uh, to answer your question, yeah, which you've um, taken a roundabout mind because I'm thinking about how to how to articulate this. Do you believe in aliens? I feel like I would need to experience it for myself. I can never go on someone else's account. Same thing with like ghosts and stuff. Like. Hey, ghost, I think, is a bit more realistic. But oh, ghost is more realistic than oh, aliens. Oh my yeah, goodness! Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Uh, why? What's me, what makes? When I was the age of nine, I had sleep paralysis, and I was convinced <laughs> I, I saw uh, a man uh, at the end of my bed. Uh, yeah, this is now, a traumatic now, story. Now I, now I talk about what yeah. if? Uh, what if? You know, had sleep paralysis before? No, never. Oh, you're, you're familiar with the concept. Right? Yes, yeah. I am. So like. So I was, I was like, I was like seven, right? And I sleep in very. This is very personal for me right now. I sleep in very uh, mm. <laughs> awkward I, I, positions. I, I, I please note that I am still waiting for my aliens. Oh, we're gonna get. We're gonna get. This is. There's a theory. There's a. Th- okay. There's a theory that basically. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so like, I sleep in very weird positions. So I found myself like looking at the end of my bed rather than sleeping like this. So I was, woke up like this and I look over. You woke up I, like what? Sorry? Like this. Like ah, this is, this okay, is thank if you. Get a zoom uh, in on this yeah, one. Closing yeah. right now. So I woke up like <laughs> this and I was. I look at the end of my bed. And I saw the guy and I was like frozen. And even after the guy walked out, I was frozen. I didn't sleep for the rest of the night. And I couldn't like, physically couldn't move. I then Googled, sorry, I'm shaking the chair. I then Googled and that's called uh, sleep paralysis. I Googled a few years later. Um, so 
I don't think that that comes from nowhere. Like that kind of energy I felt in the room, 100% comes from somewhere. Um, now, so what, what was it, was it like, uh, <laughs> what energy? Like I could feel like, it felt like, I felt like I was held down. Like oh, I was physically okay. held. And even if I was trying to move, like I couldn't, I literally couldn't yeah. move. Um, so like to feel that kind of stuff in a room, I was like, whoa. Um, but not, so that's believable because I've experienced. This is why with aliens, we got there. Okay. Now with aliens, I'd have to experience something myself. Like I look at it and I'm like, that can't be human. I can't deal with UFOs. That's just. But what if yeah. you experience it every day and you just don't know it? Because you see that's something. Because you see perception. But, but, but alien equals like foreign and different, right? Like I'm seeing it every day. No, that but that's the thing. No, but that's the thing I'm telling you. As that in, your perception might not even be able to like interpret your reaction you see your everyday life mm-hmm. comes from a pr- place of normalcy mm-hmm. and a lot of the things that you take for granted and you seem to mm. think to be for example let's think about radio radio waves you don't see radio waves but they mm-hmm. exist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you get what i mean yeah and your perception at this dimension can't mm. see radio waves but mm. they do transmit information across devices mm. and that's mm. what we use mm. telecommunications is yeah clearly one of the biggest advancements of human kind but then Thanks. you don't really know where it really came from so you see for no. you yeah but that isn't aliens like extraterrestrial so like yes. it would be i'm used to terrestrial anything that comes but you might outside. be using extraterrestrial technology and you don't even know it yes but i'm familiar with it because it's in my it, the realm like, yeah exactly but like if i if okay say the radio wave came out and i started hearing a different language and it's like this is weird different language. it's like, like yeah. something like that mm-hmm. that's actually quite a good <laughs> if i start hearing something like then that then suddenly a spaceship pulls up right here <laughs> and then like, i look at my hands and i can't see my hands oh, yeah. because i'm being like transported into a, a vortex then <laughs> maybe <laughs> then maybe then i'll be like okay yeah. i've experienced but when you hear like people in full hats saying like yo i went to this place once and i saw that i can't take someone else's account yeah. if i experience it then i'll believe ah, you sound it, uh, but, but here you are christian yes 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 <laughs> Yes. The irony is not lost yes. on me. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. I believe you are as well. I am very much. Uh, yes, yes. So for me, I think yeah. the from a just a mathematical like like from a an empirical place, oh. I just don't think I completely do not believe that the universe can be vast and limitless. Oh. And then in that infinity, there is oh. not the probability that at least one oh. other sentient yeah. race exists. I oh. think it's incredibly arrogant of me to sit oh. down and think as a human being mm. that you know we are a miracle mm. and that's all you know the sun was perfectly positioned yeah. to make us to evolve yeah you get what i mean i hear that you get what i mean it's like I... it's a very da- it's a dangerously arrogant thing for me to say mm. having knowing what i know mm. that there's no other what do you know man do you know something we don't know yes there are... knowing that you know no, no 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 like just just think about it eli yeah. you think about it like in infinity mm. and if there's an infinite chance like mm-hmm. for you to say that there's not a 1% chance or 0.001% chance mm. that there's another sentient race out there. Mm. Now, what I usually argue about or what I usually think is probably the difference is whether we are the first to mm. reach this level of intelligence and civilization for mm. this long. Mm. You get what I mean? Like, Because now humanity, where it has reached as a race mm. and as a civilization, mm-hmm. um, I can say that we are in a place where poverty rates are decreasing declining mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, climate change is what is threatening us the most that is debatable depending on who you're listening to speak mm. but then we are at a place where our civilization is the most advanced now the question is are we the most advanced civilization across the galaxy if they're out there then we're not i don't if they're out there i think they're way we, more advanced than us but but that's yeah. the question eli yeah here's the thing they might not be because mm. like if 
if we because everything predates when our son mm-hmm. like when mm-hmm. we evolved because we evolved differently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you might find that we evolved to have higher intelligence there mm-hmm. might be creatures that are older but mm-hmm. not as intelligent but there are so many yeah. variables yeah but yeah. we were allowed to evolve based on like like we said the positioning and the climate and then the the bacteria and everything was allowed to form to exactly. make like humans right so like now right we think we're in the optimal we think we we were in the optimal position for evolution what if there's something because our intelligence is limited what if there's another optimal place where people were able to, like you said to advance but before we did yeah. and now they're like thousands of year ahead but we have they can see us but we can't yeah, it's possible like, but then there's also them. the possible the well, possibility that you wrote me in you wrote me in yeah, okay. yeah. there it is <laughs> yeah you wrote me in. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. you're in there yeah but there's <laughs> also conspiracy conspiracy theories slap. I, I don't swear. care what you say <laughs> right next to murder mysteries but <laughs> oh yeah come on yeah, yeah. conspiracy yeah. theories slap. but like but then you also have to see both both realities can be true mm. because we don't know we don't yeah. really but what must be acknowledged is mm. that there's a high, high, high chance yeah. that there's another sentient race of human be- not human no, beings, mm. of, of, of beings mm. yeah. out there. Mm. Whether Whatever their makeup is, mm. their genetic makeup, because they probably evolved differently, mm. is the question. Because if evolution is real, mm. if we have experienced evolution and it's right in front of us, if yeah. technology advancement is real, mm. uh, technological advancement is real, then eventually, G, mm. eventually, yeah. I think we will make first contact or they will make first contact. If yeah. this is the case and they are out there, right? Yeah. I always think about like our lifespan as humans is dictated by the resources we consume. Yeah. Right. And you know, now there's like, we people say back in the day, people lived longer. And now we're trying to get that place where we can live longer again, based on how we extract resources. Right. So everything we are is based on what was put here. Because we've not been exactly. getting food from outside. What, and then that obviously limits an intelligence you can get to. Because you, you can only pass on information. But someone like Einstein or like someone like, uh, Noah, if you believe in the Bible, if yeah. they were allowed to carry on for thousands, thousands of years yeah. and keep developing on what they've discovered, then we would have advanced further. Here's why I say this. Now, imagine if yeah. the resources that the other things outside here have got lets them live longer and then like mentally stimulate themselves to get to a place where they discover things more, then why are we... Mm-hmm. <laughs> why are why? Why would we? I don't. That's why I think maybe we can't be the most advanced because everything is based on but, the vegetation and things. And, but, but bro, you and we've messed it up. If you, we're honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can go that route. But like, why do you think Elon Musk is now super focused on making us an interplanetary species? Be- yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like he realizes that perhaps our future isn't here. It's probably somewhere in the stars. Yeah, I listened to his interview on. Yeah, TV. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, here's the thing, right? Uh-huh. There's another theory. I can't really put it up There's now. There's a theory? Yeah, there was a theory. Right, okay. Uh, <laughs> about um, what it means to have, like, civilization. Like, mm-hmm. there are different stages of civilization. Okay. Like, right now, mm-hmm. we are in the first stage. I can't mm. really mm. I can't really articulate it because mm. I haven't done the research yet. Yeah. Um, but um, we're going to get to a point where we can harness the power of the sun for the benefit of our civilization. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Right. And we'll be able to beat our biological limitations. Mm-hmm. Because you see, human consciousness is limited only to the biological makeup of who we are. Yeah. But yeah. then at some point, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. human beings will be able to transcend uh-huh. 
our biological limits and mm. consciousness will be able to grow to infinity just as much as the universe does mm. per person yeah. per unit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you get what i mean yeah. so like you see Eli, you and i mm. operate our life knowing that mortality is real but take mm-hmm. away mortality from mm. the human equation Whoa. then what what does human potential really look like scary exactly yeah. scary scary really scary yeah you see like oh, yeah, I, hear yeah. I hear that though. that's why that. there, hear you that. hear arguments like ah oh, humanity is a sim- yeah. like being yeah. a human being is a simula- is a simulation that's a ho- yeah 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 where yeah, yeah. Go, go, yeah. Huh? where like we might have reached that place mm. and our future selves Mm-hmm. have put us in this game of life yeah yeah so that we can continuously advance in ourselves dif- yeah make different di- decisions and make different yeah. decisions and we're yeah. just being watched there's you know there's, there's these are the things that like you can sit at night you know there's days okay final one final it sounds like we're high yeah. final, one. <laughs> final one have you ever thought okay go <laughs> i have a theory oh, you have a theory <laughs> i have a theory jump us jump that basically dude like <laughs> so have you ever thought okay you know when you look into a microscope okay and then you see all the cells okay and there's loads of them right? okay Do you ever think and then and then now you look at space and we think the sun is miles away we think Saturn is miles away Jupiter is miles away but then it's also in a space which yeah. for us our mortal eye and our technology looks far away what if we are a cell mm-hmm. in someone else's microscope yeah and like we're just part of a shoe or like we're part of like a table in like a bigger yeah like we're do, just, do we're just me, a cell just a cell you want me to take that argument even further uh-huh. Have you realized that the one thing that that unifies all human beings mm-hmm. is our religious belief? We all don't know mm-hmm. who we are praying to. Yeah. But yeah. we pray. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you yeah. see where I'm taking yeah, yeah, yeah. it. So like we all have an understanding that we didn't somehow mm. it's like almost innate. Mm. Most people and anyone who claims atheism shout out to you but like mm. most civilizations one mm. of the things that they a big yeah. stage of civilization is mm. religion. Yeah. Yeah. You have to ask yourself as mm human beings mm. why is it that at mm. some stage of our mm. evolution mm. we always must be subservient to something yeah is this something yeah, yeah. the seer in the microscope mm. in catholic i was thomas aquinas calls it the first mover mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um in the summa theologica we had to read it in mm. in, in compass mm. um shout to strathmore mm-hmm. um, yeah. he says that in everything there must be a first mover Mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. something to be moved mm-hmm. there must be someone to move mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. maybe for civilization to exist uh-huh. someone moved something for the universe to exist uh-huh. someone moved something and that uh-huh. is something that is self evident it doesn't mm-hmm. need you to produce any evidence to show because you're here mm-hmm. right yeah. you get what i mean yeah, so who is the first mover who is the one that worships mm. worships nothing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you get what i mean and if and if and if we are a product of that person yeah, obviously that they'll being. put that innate that being obviously they'll put that innate feeling yes. in us to be subservient yeah. to it will be innate yeah. we he won't put it will mm. be innate in us yeah because if, we if, know deep down yeah that yeah. we are a cell in a microscope exactly um this is kind of touched upon in the book sapiens where he talks about how is it i think sapiens how they talk about with uh, the difference between us and say animals is that the ability to in a communal illusions. group to <laughs> tell a story yeah. is something that no other animal can do. can do which is now what breeds community and then once the community is there and the stories multiply you start to make the stories more elaborate yeah. and greater than hence now the belief in the greater power and this is why someone like someone like baboons or someone like someone things like baboons or like lions etc still have that animal instinct because they don't have that consciousness that's checked from the stories that they've told so they said the closest thing to humans that have done that is when 
a, a, a monkey, I think it's a, I think a chimpanzee, the closest one, a chimpanzee will be able to, this is as far as it can go, it can be able to lie to its friend chimpanzee that there's a lion around the corner and then laugh because it's made a story, but that's as limited yeah. as it can get. It can only be in its environment. Yeah. But then us as humans, we've taken that and now yeah, exactly. told a story and then built on You'd another story. You'd almost think we evolved from something completely different. Yes, 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 exactly. Mm. 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 Hallelujah. Ends there. Hallelujah. I think the next one is... <laughs> Look at us like a mat. <laughs> like... It's just a theory. It's a theory. You really went on a tangent there, and I like it. Yeah, I like that's it. That's conspiracy theories. Think Let's about go. that. Huh. All right, one more <laughs> from you. Or oh, it's two me. More. It's yeah. me. Uh, let's, do two. let's do one. You do one, I do one. Because there's one, one of that... The, one of the people that online that really inspires me, virtual mentor, probably up there with my top five. Top five, top five, top five, is uh, Mr. Kevin Hart. And it's for good reason. Okay. Um, I feel like I've watched Kevin Hart for the longest. Um especially online, mm-hmm. um, from when he was doing that growing little man, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And one beautiful thing I liked about uh, Kevin is like, I'm saying Kevin like he's my boy, about Kevin is when he was in the early stages of his careers, he would go on, and this is something that I really implement into my own life. He would go on someone like The Breakfast Club, say it's 2008, right, or nine. He'd go on The Breakfast Club, oh, what have you got coming up? Oh, I'm doing this, like I've got this gig, really excited for it. But he always had this kind of, attitude and foresight mm. to what he wants his career to be. So I've what I don't think there's an interview I've not watched with him because like the drive is insane. And then you parallel that to seeing him daily on socials and his routine, his lifestyle and watching um how his life's evolved. So perfect example of this, he'll be on the Breakfast Club and he'll say, Oh, uh Kevin Hart, what have you got coming up? He'll say, I've got one stand up tour. That's like two thousand eight. Next time he comes on, it's like a year later, there's something else he promoted. I've got a stand up tour, oh and I've got a book coming out. And I'm like, oh dope, nice. Next time he comes on, stand-up tour i've got mm. a book coming out i've got a movie and he says but in the movie industry i want to do this 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 be taken seriously but first i'm doing my comedy etc 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 like now when he go and he and what he used to do as well and i really love is he used to forecast like his um his jobs like five years in advance yeah people like got three movies this year then this movie and everyone like does the same reaction last oh you're so hard working how do you find the time you're like yeah because i want to be exceptional right and then, so I've watched him do it, like attain all of these things and everything he says in an interview, in a few years time, he comes back, it's done, it's out. He comes back, it's done, it's out. Then how he's moved in the business sense, like produce, making his production company, making everything in-house, his media company. Yeah. Insane, right? But now the, the phase that I love that he's got to is like now when he's talking, he's, and this is something that Ray Dalio talks about as well yeah. all the time. Like you get to a point in your career where your trajectory is, yes, I need to better myself. I need to better my family my friends, and then you get to a point where the balance of income versus effort and then the respect and how you can get things done so quickly means that now you have a, you can be more introspective. You can only drive so many cars. You can only live in a house that's so big. Yeah. You can only give your kids this level of education. There's no more expensive schools you can go to. So now what I've seen with him is after he's attained all of this and succeeded and said everything he wants to do and done it, now when I hear him talking in interviews, it's all about how do I empower the community I've come from? And it's like just watching that journey from the guy that was doing like grown little man to now talking about, um, I've done everything. I've got my production company. Now I want to bring in people from like Philadelphia or people from um, my community into my companies and then a leverage deal with Netflix. So these people get paid and there's a light and we can tell stories because it's produced by me. For me, that's something that I literally want to parallel. Like that's why when we talk about uh, man talking, we talk about Insta marketing, we talk about anything I'm doing, it's, it's taken from that being of service uh, just from the jump and watching him do it and then his work rate, his effort, his gym effort is something that pushes me as well. If I ever slip up, I'm like, no, 
Kevin would go to the gym. Ooh, so yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm like yeah, exactly. I'm like Kevin. Would, Kevin would go to the gym. So having that kind of, I always say, virtual mentor has been insane. Uh, perfect example. And then also, the, the, he's just hilarious. Like, yeah. there's also that, right? Um, so one of the clips that I, I think I referenced actually in our last one of the last episodes in the in the season was when he's talking about if you remove your ego and you collaborate. It's a very clip, quick one, but we'll put it here. The sound might not be great, but we'll put the clip in. I'll be the first to support my guy while I have mine. Because there is no ego. People don't understand that there's so much room for us all. But there's this warped view that there isn't. There's this warped view that it can only be one. There's a warped view that they can only be one. Yeah. Right? Like that is something I really implement. Because I think as a guy as well, your first reaction can be jealousy. Your first reaction can be like, mm. we've had situations where we're like, ah, yeah. but you have to still like turn up for your buddies because it's bigger than, than you. just that because mm. there'll be more things to come. So yeah, someone I really look up to and something that I always watch, his, if it's his stories, his Instagram, his interviews, like his new his new program with of Peacocks, interviewing Jay-Z, who's now his boy. Yeah, that, like, that's where yo, I was going. Like for me, it's insane. Jay-Z's that for me. Mm, there we go. Yeah. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. when Kevin Hart and Jay-Z came together, you, the both of us were like, ah! Yeah, insane. Absolutely. Yeah, because Jay Z is that for me for sure. Yeah. Like for me, I'm like, mm. I am so like I find his story so relatable in terms really? of yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of the like di- like unusual mm. um kind of growing up with you know mm. in a place where like they're not used to a place with, with big dreams. Yeah. Seeing people from that hood, the Isas, mm-hmm. like he grew up with the Buster Rhymes, mm-hmm. with the yeah. Biggie. You yeah. know, and I was I grew up in that in a similar rap environment mm-hmm. where kind of hip hop. South. Yeah, it might be South. Might be South. Yeah, 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 it might be the, the hip hop yeah. capital of Nairobi. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, yeah, where like you know we grew up mm-hmm. like wanting more than what was given to us, and mm-hmm. like for me, Jay Z was very easy because he kind of sold largest. Yeah. Sold like this life that you know you can come from nothing and be mm-hmm. somebody, and like yeah. I feel like for me that's what. I feel like has really pushed my life. That's why I listen to his music like crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I feel like virtual mentors do exist. Mm. Um, now this last clip. Yes. Um, share, share is us. the is the clip that uh, I, I was going to share last another one, but mm-hmm. decided to keep it in the wallet because uh-huh. it's not more important than anything. Mm. <laughs> um, there's. I think we should talk about Stephen Bartlett, Eli. Yes. Yeah. This is where if if because you know if you're giving studio time to people. Mm. Mm. Um, it would be a shame for us to not go mm. the Stephen Bartlett route. Yeah. Um, he's primarily what we look up to 100%. for the mantalk.ke podcast. Mm. He's like our frame of reference. Mm. Um, and to hear that we are now being nominated for African Awards, in mm. many ways, Stephen Bartlett has been part of that journey through the work that he does with mm with Dario of a CEO mm. and we follow religiously Religion. every, every episode he yeah. drops yeah. where he wants to make humanize basically the CEO experience, the businessman yeah. experience, the entrepreneur's yeah. experience. Yeah. And learning that for me has been such a big, big deal because mm. a lot of, I took a big leap uh, getting into entrepreneurship mm. despite having a career. Mm. So mm. learning from Stephen Bartlett through his weekly episodes from his perspective, yeah. coming from nothing also mm. um social chain mm. Mm. do you get what i mean yeah. like yeah. he's such yeah. a deep deep guy yeah um i'll play you one of his reels one of these episodes was if you ask me one of the best i've watched uh the five guys one yeah can imagine being in an extremely competitive industry like food and beverage mm. uh, the lessons i picked up from that one um million hundreds of mm. gems in every yeah 
video he puts but this mm. is my one of my favorite ones and this is i just wanted you guys to hear this um yeah, when Barack Obama left the White House to go pick up five guys. We're gonna go get some burgers. one. That's what makes Five Guys a treat and special. John Eckford, the CEO of Five Guys. Five Guys has a global cult following. Five Guys burgers and fries. It was banging. Covent Garden was the very first Five Guys outside of the U.S. We knew that we weren't going to be advertising. We're entirely relying on someone tasting a great burger and fry and then telling their neighbors or their friends. It has to be. Fantastic. That Covent Garden location sold more than any in the world. It did, yeah, by far. I'm responsible for 225 restaurants now. How do you stop getting a little bit sloppy and complacent? We've actually gotten better. The key to that is... As the CEO of a business that's gone through such chaos, when was your hardest time? So I had uh, two young children. The fact is that there were moments where they woke up and needed both their parents and, and I wasn't there. Um, You'll hurt the people you care about in ways that you don't intend, in ways that you don't understand. So you can hear that. So that was <laughs> but like the truth about it is that like you know yeah. the business lessons we pick up even mm. from those videos mm. and like actual thinking about production going ah mm. this is interesting let's watch mm. this ah let's, hey yo do you think we can replicate yeah. this ah this conversation was valuable do you think we can ask the same question and see mm. the reactions yeah like yo um he really puts into context the power of a podcast and mm, mm. and we try and replicate that in everything that we do yeah Stephen bartlett for me has also been huge because i remember i used to watch him i think in like 2015 and that was before the pod right when he was still at social chain yeah. so what he used to do uh online is he used to have uh vlogs on his youtube and so he used to like because he's traveled the world every week he's in a different country the new york office he, you see him building this office so i was watching again representation somebody that looked similar to me uh, slightly fairer skin, but still a black guy in, in the UK, like run a multi-million dollar business. It was very strange to see because you don't see that and then behind the scenes. Then there was an episode where he was at his house and he's like, I'm building this studio. I want to start a podcast. And this was like, I think 20, I think 20, now yeah. 16. And watching him be like, oh, I've gone to buy these things and like, I'm going to save money and buy it just in a small room, just himself and record himself. And then after, after that, he kind of realized that he wanted to uh, get rid of now the blog stuff and give more value via his podcast. So then watching him now do that and then become the number one business podcast, like I think in the world at the moment, or yeah. definitely in the UK, has been like, I just love seeing people's journeys practically, like watching yeah. every sort of step. And then also for me, I think for him, he's, you know, the, the way for us, we want to, we've always said we want to bridge the gap between uh, young people, audience members, uh, ambitious people, yeah. and have conversations that are going to inspire and also bring people the next from our phone book, like on here, to have conversations they won't have outside. That is literally the exact same MO that I think uh, Stephen has. So even his, because obviously he's operating at a different level. He's already built a multi-million dollar business, business and we're in the process of doing the same. But like for him to now use that network and just give information free, obviously monetary comes later, but to give that for free for all these years, I think, yeah, it's super valuable, right? And I've actually seen now that he's sort of quit it, all of his stuff, similar to Kevin, is about service. Because before you build the business and then it's just sort of service. So yeah, watching him has been outstanding. And also uh, yeah. being a multi-millionaire young guy, but still being so level-headed. He's crazy. caring about like... It's crazy. Yeah, the consumer. Because some of the lessons... And the fact there, that he's black. Yeah, so oh like, and people don't talk about it enough. Like yeah. how that representation is so important. Mm, yeah, the yeah. dude's on Dragon's Den right now. Like that's ridiculous. Like being one of the investors on that, it's been a typically white show. 
apart from maybe the Asian guy that was on there. So that Stephen for me is huge, man. And again, like the kind of guests that come on there, like this Five Guys uh, guy, um, it, every Monday, it being on a Monday, I remember, yeah. especially when I was in the UK and working, when I was going to work, I would listen to it and I'd be like, I'm working, yeah, but fine. I've got yeah, something, I have some time. something sort of bigger that I'm trying to draw from this. You used to set me up for the week. So I really recommend Stephen Bartlett. I think the lesson I got from that Five Guys guy, Five Guys guy, is um, firstly, obviously, how he navigated the business, but also his obsession with product and how if your obsession with product is uh, is your number one priority, yeah. you don't, you don't even, even need to market, market. which is yeah. insane. And it's so true. Like just that people, because I think what happened, we fast forwarded so much into marketing, social media, that we actually forgot mm. how essential the product is. So the fact that he's reverted to like the 19 whatever, where it's just word of mouth yeah. and it's still working, he's expanding. That's something I took very literally, like in yeah. terms of now, Production, product, whatever I'm doing. Um, you have to focus on the product. You have to focus on the product and then it will sell itself. Yeah. You don't have to try and do mimics or anything. That episode, yeah. the the Five Guys episode, the one that really had me, mm. was where they had an option to expand their kind of menu. Mm. Yeah. But they said, we're yeah. a fries and burgers yeah. business. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? So it's, yeah. That's not something. Mm. That, People normally look at profit. Yeah. Like, oh, we can, yeah, yeah, we can increase profit. Yeah. But it's like, no, let's stick to what mm. we do best and mm. let's expand on mm. that philosophy. And I think, what was the number? He says he's got 12 variables in mm, the burger. And it exactly. It comes to something. 25,000. 25,000 yeah, variables of a burger, but you've still burgers. got three products. Like, yeah. That is a lesson, man. Quality over quantity and just different variables. It's so, insane. Yeah. It was an insane episode. Yeah, it's dope. It's it dope, was it's insane dope. episode. There's so many. Yeah. I recommend, trust me, guys, yeah. Dive a CEO. You'll see some similarities. We've yeah. definitely drawn inspiration from We've, we've taken Mr. the conversation yeah. a direction we didn't w- really expect because there were some controversial videos we had to... Oh, yeah. Nah, to, uh, nah. But nah. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. They, we, we, they wouldn't get studio time. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. We wanted to talk about like how controversial uh, content, content is highly vir- viral. But, um, yeah, but we, we just... I think our audience is way more mature. Than yeah. That. Like, if, mature. Please. Yeah. We don't watch it. Like, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, we skip past... Yeah, yeah, we, mm, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. Nah, but that was that was basically what we've been watching and what influences us, even if it's just comedy and uh, basically how we spend our time when we're on our phone um, and the stuff that you probably see us sharing yeah. on our socials. By the way, we never plug our socials. If you're watching this on YouTube, we're on Instagram and TikTok. If you're watching this on TikTok, we're on Instagram and YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, we're on Instagram and TikTok. Good answer. So there yeah. we go. There, there we go. Is. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come so on. Uh, the link tree is everywhere. Thank you always for sharing the content. Thank you for watching. Stick until the end and looking at our average faces for an hour. Uh, we really appreciate you. And we hope you come back next week for another episode of mantalk.ke. E. See you next week. E, E, oh. E, E, E. <laughs> there we go.